Hello, Red Wave. Welcome to Beware Bulldogs podcast. Today, we preview the big game. Fresno State Bulldogs against the Boise Broncos. Yuck. Joining me, as always, the other Caleb. Caleb P., how are you, my man? Doing really well. It's a big week for the dogs and excited for Saturday to get here. If no one has seen this, the rankings have just come out. Well, by the time this comes out, uh, everyone will have seen this. College football playoff rankings have come out. The Bulldogs are ranked 23. So we started off the San Diego State recap talking about rankings and how much we don't like them. (laughs) And now the first thing we're talking about again is rankings and the college football playoff has ranked uh, the Bulldogs number 23. So I guess when you talk football, it's another talking point that you should cover because it's, I guess it's fun to talk about Uh, number 23 in the college football playoff, number 25 in the associated press. Surprising. I was, it surprised me a little bit. Yeah. Um, Kind of interesting, especially you know at the top of the the top of the playoff rankings. You know, Cincinnati was not a part of the top four initially. I'm sure they'll probably get in with. Uh, I mean, I'm sure one of those is bound to lose in one of their conference championship <laughs> games. But um, yeah, kind of surprising that Fresno State got a little love, and the other mid majors not getting love. I think uh, Texas San Antonio wasn't ranked, and I think they're they're undefeated and mm-hmm. you know they're ranked in some of the other polls too so yeah kind of nice for the states getting some love and uh right in front of san diego state who the dogs <laughs> just beat they ranked them right behind them so that's kind of interesting but um yeah good, good place for uh you know, the dogs to start yeah dude i said it last time i'm gonna say it again college football playoff is a joke i hate it <laughs> i hate <laughs> it especially it's just a popularity contest see how much money they can make yeah uh, yeah that's that. That's my thought on it. But happy we're ranked. Um, get us some more. Uh, uh, I press because any press is good press, right? When we're, we'd much rather <laughs> have a be be good press. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least they're talking about us. No, I, I'm happy we're ranked 23. Um, but like we always say, it doesn't matter. We got a big game to worry about this Saturday against Boise. So Boise comes to town. And Boise overall record is four and four. It's not often that we say that when a, a 500 Boise state team comes to town. Um, I'm looking at their full schedule. First game, they went to UCF central Florida lost by five points. Close game uh, beat UTEP at home, lost to Oklahoma state by one point. Now Oklahoma state team's good. A good team. Uh, then went to Utah state one. Uh, they lost to Nevada by 10 at home. Then they went to BYU and beat the number 10 ranked BYU team. Uh, lost to Air Force by seven. And then last week went to Colorado State and won. So they've won all but one of their away games. But when you look at that schedule, anything stand out to you? Uh, I, let's talk about their schedule. Yeah, definitely bizarre how you know, usually the blue turf for for Boise State is, you know, one of their advantages. Um, but m- maybe that's wearing off and teams, you know, aren't as intimidated or confused by uh, the mm-hmm. blue turf that they play on there in Boise. So, um, yeah, that's definitely strange. Um, and, yeah, I mean, 
you know, they've had some, some big wins. Um, you know, they knocked off BYU and um, I mean, you know, Utah state is a good team. I believe they're towards the top of the mountain division um, in the mountain West mm-hmm. and uh, beat Colorado state. Who's that's kind of a weird team this year. I mean, they, they, I think they lost an FCS team, but they're, they were, uh, I think they were leading the <laughs> mountain division for a while. So <laughs> um, yeah, kind of weird. And yeah, it's, I keep saying it, but yeah, it's kind of a weird season for Boise. I mean, they, at this point, they kind of have the reputation and really the, the respect of the rest of the conference that, you know, they're going to be a contender year in and year out. So definitely surprising when, um, you know, they have a handful of, uh, you know, conference losses already. Yeah. And I was looking at the team and I've watched some highlights from them and they, they're, they're athletic. They're good. But for some reason, their record just doesn't show it. And even we're, we're going to be talking about this game more and more as, as, as we talk, but I'm a little scared. I'm, I think I'm a little bit more worried about this game than any other game just because of the matchups and things like that. But, but it's, it's interesting because they're four and four and they have some losses granted to some good teams. Um, but the, even the good teams, they played well, they, they remind me of us a little bit. Uh, we've managed to run the ball a little better, but they, they've been playing up and down to their competition. Granted, uh, we have, you know, three pl- more wins than they do. Go dogs. The- <laughs> uh, all right. So that's their record. What do we know about this team? Uh, Kale, what do you know about this team? And uh, maybe some players or just some team stuff that you know. Yeah, so start off at quarterback, uh, you know, they have Hank Bachmeyer, who's been around the program for a while, started mm-hmm. as a true freshman. So, um, yeah, he's been around. He's a tough player, um, you know, an above average quarterback. So where Fresno State's last couple of weeks has played some, we'll call them below average quarterbacks who really aren't going to beat you passing. Um, Bachmeyer does have the ability to, you know, be an above average passer and, you know, really control that side of Boise State offense. Um, so he, he is a weapon. Um, he can throw it. Um, running back wise, I mean, I don't really see anything great. You know, in the past, you know, they had greats, you know, like Alexander Madison and, you know, Ian Johnson going back to, you know, their BCS era. Um, but oh, no, I almost said LeGarrette Blunt, but that LeGarrette Blunt is the guy that punched, <laughs> punched Boise guy. <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, yeah, I mean, it just doesn't seem like they have, you know, that stud running back that, you know, usually, you know, a solid Boise offense has, you know, one that's going to run hard downhill and bruise you. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, you know, wide receiver-wise, I mean, their stud, Khalil Shakur. Shakir, um, yeah. I probably said that wrong, but um, he's, he's a stud, a good receiver, you know, deep threat, and, you know, probably their, their best offensive weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised this season to see Boise actually struggle because bachmeyer has been around a while. Uh, I, he's thrown for over 2,000 yards this year. Uh, now, he's been sacked 18 times, so that may have something to do with it. Uh, but he only has five interceptions, 15 touchdowns, five interceptions, been sacked 18 times. Uh, he's been well, he's done well in the past, so that's why I'm, you know, I, I don't know what to think. <laughs> Cause he's been, he's done well, but he's not really a, I haven't seen him take that step forward this year. Um, 
Shakir, man. Oh my gosh. He's good. Shakir and um, Cobbs, I think Stephen Cobbs. I mean, he hasn't really separated from any other of the wide receivers, but those are kind of their big threats. Um, Octavius Evans uh, is second on the team in receptions, uh, but cool. Shakir is their number one and it's not really even close. I listened to their coach talk a little bit. Um, I forget their coach's name, but George Halani is a running back that we should probably keep an eye out for. I think he's been injured a little bit, uh, banged up, but I think he's about ready to go for this game. And a lot of people like him. And then Habibi Lakio, I believe is the, he leads the team in yards on the ground. I mean, and he's a good back. So, and strong. So their running backs are strong, but the reason it doesn't worry me too much is because of our defense. But um, I mean, we'll get into that later. Defensively, um, they threw around named Skinner, who I think, I don't know if it was Skinner or one of their pl- players has been tossed out of games twice for targeting penalties. Oh boy. Uh, in back to back games. So, <laughs> Uh, so we haven't got to see a whole lot from them. Um, I haven't because, but Skinner is a safe is one, is one of their safeties and he leads the team in tackles. And, and he, from what I hear, everybody talks about him and they can't wait for him to, uh, get out there. Um, other than that, I don't know too much about Boise. Uh, we're working on getting a get to know, uh, out. But it's been tough to get a Boise people to talk to us, <laughs> Fresno fans. <laughs> yeah, you know, definitely not the friendliest of relationships, I'd say, between the two teams and two fan bases. Uh, so, yeah, not, not, not really surprised by that. Oh, it's a friendly rivalry, right? We're not on the field. <laughs> no, it, and plus, if you go to the game, I, I'm hearing it's going to be packed. Uh, looking at potentially a sellout which would be awesome. That would be awesome. And I know that in the Fresno State Coaches press conference earlier this week, um, you know, every coach up there was just harping on how great it is to have an electric Bulldog Stadium crowd there and just, you know, really showing how important that is. And so hopefully the Red Wave shows up and, you know, sells out Bulldog Stadium. That would, that would be awesome. Yeah. All right, Kev, let's get into our CNC. Fresno State Football Factory segments. Start with the negative. We should probably start with the positive, but we start with the negative here. And then we get to the positive. We keep you around (laughs) for the positive. But first, what is going to make you sweat this Saturday? I think what's going to make me sweat is early turnovers uh, by Fresno State. If uh, either putting the ball on the ground or Hayner throwing interceptions, um, you know, hindering the offense from you know, driving down the field and hopefully scoring, you know, getting that fast start like, like we always talking about. But I think early turnovers um, could be could be tough for Fresno State to overcome. Always. Uh, yeah. A slow start and turnovers. <laughs> uh, no, what's going to make me sweat is Shakir, their wide receiver. So from what I saw against San Diego State, when we play man coverage, you know, some of these granted San Diego State wide receivers, I believe, are bigger and taller than Shakir. But Shakir's fast. 
and he's got good hands. I've seen him make some crazy catches this year. So if, I mean, even if we play man and then shade a safety over the top, I'm worried about what else is going to open up. I say that, but that's what you have to do. And that's what I would want them to do because you want them to beat you somewhere else. So I mean, what's going to make me sweat is Shakir and what he does to the field and what he forces the dogs to do uh, defensively, you know, maybe something that we're not used to, maybe something we struggle with, uh, but that's, what's going to make you sweat me sweat (laughs) (laughs) on the flip side of that. Everybody dance now. What's going to make you dance this Saturday other than a big W? Yeah, other than a win, it's going to be uh, Jordan Mims running the ball for 200 <laughs> yards. That that will make me dance for sure. Oh, man, it would be awesome to see Jordan Mims run all over these guys. It's funny how we started out this season throwing the ball over all over the field, and now – we have completely flipped the switch on this podcast, and now we only talk about the running game. And I think the entire Mountain West is now talking about Jordan Mims and what the heck is going on with this offensive line. We're now getting a big push. We're running the ball over the field. What's going on? It only adds to the threat of the Fresno State Bulldogs. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it really does feel like two different teams because, yeah, thinking back to really the first half of the season, Fresno State offense heavily relying on Jay Kaner throwing the ball, throwing for 450, 500 yards a game, um, and just the offensive line not protecting him and not getting any any push to you know help out Ronnie running the ball. And now the last two games, Jordan Mims has just been a tank and is just controlling the offense and you know back to back offensive player of the week for the Mountain West. Yeah, it really does seem like two different teams. Um, I, I really like this team um, with just a powerful <laughs> offensive line and a powerful running back. So it's really fun. So, yeah, that's that will make me dance. Um, or, I mean, if Ronnie Rivers comes back from injury and he's the one running for, uh, you know, 100 yards and Mims is running for 100 yards too. You know, that, now that, that would, would be awesome. That, <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, what's going to make me dance this Saturday? is another defensive run defense stronghold when here's a fun stat for you for everybody out there when boise state rushes for for over 100 yards they're four and oh this year when they don't rush for 100 yards they're oh and four this year and we're really good at stopping the run i, I mean we're really good i don't know if you guys everybody saw that <laughs> i could stand here and say we're really good uh Granted, we had seven, eight guys in the box because we knew that's what they were going to do. And I think this, other than, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of another team that might be more balanced than Boise. They haven't proven to be able to run the ball that well, but with uh, some healthy running backs and their commitment to running the ball, because I know they're, they're like us and they want to run the ball you know, and do a good job. So that's what worries me. And I know the Boise coaches are smart from, I mean, I don't know too much about them, but in the past, they've always been smart. And uh, I, I watched the videos with this coach and he seems to be a good guy and knows what he's doing. So, but I'm going to dance when our D line and our front seven are in the backfield getting TFLs 
and their running backs don't reach that 100 yard mark and we make them go oh and five when they don't reach 100 yards no i'm knocking on wood don't worry everybody (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, this game there's a lot up in the air i think matchup wise and i talked about this in the beginning Boise State matches up well against us just because they can spread the field. We, from in my opinion, from what I've seen in the past from Bachmeyer, he is a threat in the air. And however you want to look at it, if throw the ball to open up the run, run the ball to open up the pass, you know they can do that. And obviously, we know that the dogs and or the best at it in the Mountain West right now. So I don't. Know. What do you think matchup wise? Do you think that they're uh, a bigger threat this season or based on their record um, that explains everything. Yeah. I think for facing the dogs, it's, it seems like it's going to be a tougher test um, compared to some of the more recent games against like San Diego state and Wyoming, where going in, you kind of know what the team's identity is where, you know, they're really heavily favored on once or, you know, they favor, you know, running the ball mm-hmm. and, you know, the Fresno State defense can kind of key in on that. Like, okay, we're going to sell out for this. We're going to make them beat us passing. And, you know, those teams just weren't able to. So um, yeah, with Boise State kind of having a more balanced attack. And like you said, similar to how Fresno State tries to approach the offense. Um, yeah, it definitely seems like it's going to be a little tougher for the Fresno State defense and coach Inge on um, kind of mm-hmm. figuring out the scheme, but you know, like we've mentioned in, in previous episodes, you know, our, our defense and like the, the scheme and everything, you know, they, they aren't stuck in their way. You know, they're, they're right. going to adapt and change every game. And, you know, they, they aren't just throwing out the same, you know, scheme every game and saying, all right, this is what we do. You know, let's hope it works. Like, no, they're, they're tailoring it for each offensive attack. And I mean, so far it's, it's worked well. Mm-hmm. All right, keys to the game. We've kind of mentioned them, what's going to make us dance. But I want one. we're going to do one offensive key to the game and one defensive key to the game or a special team's key to the game. But what, are, what is one of your keys to the game? I think one of my keys to the game is uh, it's got to be Evan Williams needs to just be all over the field and make all the tackles. You know, he's I think he might be my favorite player on on our team. You have a man crush on him. I do, man. I mean, you know, you you look at him and, you know, he's he's not the biggest guy on the field. You know, he's not the fastest, but man, he plays hard. He he makes the tackles and he's just all over the field making plays. So. Um, I, I think he's a big factor tonight or for the game coming up. And yeah, if, if he leads the team in tackles again, like he has several times this season, uh, I, I think that's a good sign for the dogs. And uh, I think that would help with shutting down the run game. If he's making them make a lot of big plays. Mm-hmm. Since you started with defense, I'll go to my defensive key to play, key to the game. Uh, it's very much the same as my, <laughs> what, what's going to make me dance. Everybody dance now. Uh, stopping, uh, stopping the run key to the game on defensive end. I think it's kind of similar to San Diego. State. I was thinking through this before we hit record. I don't, I don't want to sell out to stop the run. Right. So what I think I'm going to say my key to the game is okay. I'm kind of changing it last second here as I'm th- thinking through this, my key to the game is going to be 
Perales and Mosby on off the edge. Because we're so good stopping the run, I, I have trust in our big man in the middle, our linebackers, and even Evan Williams coming up to stop the run, that they're going to be forced to pass the ball. With that happening, I think we need to have a lot of pressure on Bachmeyer, force him to make quick decisions, and force some bad throws, uh, get him out of the pocket. So that is my key to the game on the defensive end is Mosby and Perales getting the pressure on. What's your offensive key to the game? Offensive key, I'm going to say field position. Um, not necessarily in the fact that, you know, make sure we're punting well, but um, just kind of managing, I guess, and it kind of ties into penalties because uh, I know that they mentioned it. Um, the coaching staff mentioned it reflecting on the San Diego State game. But, you know, in that game, Fresno State did a really good job of, um, you know, they call it playing in front of, you know, the sticks. So, you know, never really getting in third and long um, situations where, you know, obvious passing downs where it's tough to convert and you're probably going to give the ball away um, on a punt. So um, just really being mindful of that and, you know, just not make any negative plays. You know, if you have to take, you know, a, a, a dump off play, you know, for, for two yards, you know, that's better than taking a sack for, you know, loss of eight. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, field position, playing smart and, um, yeah, just controlling the ball, controlling the clock. Yeah, controlling the clock and controlling the ball is a, a benefit of my key to the game. Uh, that's just going to be to establish the run. Keep running the ball. I think if we continue to punish teams on the ground, it only opens up the entire playbook, right? <laughs> then Jake Hayner can do whatever he wants if Jordan Mims and Ronnie are running for 100 yards, and over 100 yards. So I think we continue to punish the D-line and the linebackers. Are, are, if our O-linemen are able to get to that second level on the run block, I oh man, I think that's a huge key to the game offensively. That just opens everything up. Um, as much as we like to see this drop back and pass out of shotgun, you know, the spread offense that uh, football has become to be, there is still a benefit to being able to run the ball. And I, everyone knows that, but man, when you see it, after you watch a team for half the season, throw, 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 and then two get we get to see two games where they run like crazy. I mean, that's football. That's how football should be played. It's so fun to watch. Uh, and I think to beat Boise, we need to run all over them to, to open up everything else. And so that, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we get a mountain West player of the week three times in a row in Jordan Mims. Well, that'd be nice too. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> I have another key to the game that yeah. has nothing to do that's with what's going on on the field is that I want there to be an earthquake in Fresno in Bulldog stadium. When, when the Broncos are on offense, I want to be sold out and the crowd should be going absolutely bonkers that they have the Broncos are going to have no idea what happened. That if that happens, you know, I think that's huge. And the coaches talked about it in their press conference. You know, when, when we're loud, things happen for us. Now, my only concern is I hope it doesn't get too loud when we have the ball because sometimes this year, 
the, the student section has been sold out and packed, which is awesome. But I could tell some of them are new to college football and they start screaming on third down when we have the ball. Come on, guys. All right. Just take it easy. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like there there needs to be some sort of instructional video on you know we, <laughs> we don't you know don't get crazy when Fresno State's on offense. Only do the wave on defense. Like you don't do the wave when we're on offense. Like it's just right. you don't do that. Right. <laughs> so, so Fresno State, if you hear this, make an instructional video really quick and show everybody. Make it mandatory, extra credit, or have all the professors show it. So. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I, I do think that crowd noise is a huge factor, and we need that uh, when we're on defense this Saturday. All right, let's get a final score prediction for the game. Would you like to go first, or you want me to start this one off? Uh, yeah, go, go ahead and go for it. We got at least what the odds makers think uh, right now. Fresno State is favored by five points. Um, the point total is 58 and a half. So what say you? <laughs> oh man. Well, I like the dogs always. Right. So last time I was looking at, I finally starting to figure out this spread thing. And I know some people stay away from it. People like me, they stay away from it. Cause it's just all over the place. I just like, uh, winning and losing. Like if I'm, if I'm putting money on it and granted no one take any, so no one take any advice from, Myself or Kate or the other Caleb. So uh, I like the dogs. So I'm going to pick the dogs to win. I've never picked them to lose this season. I don't think that'll ever change. <laughs> I'm going to go 31 24 dogs. Okay. I have a very similar score written down. I have 34 24 Fresno State coming Ooh. away from victory. 34 24. An over-under of 58, oh, man, I, I feel like that's kind of low, but I did take the under. I'm looking at it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, well, in the last game that Fresno State and Boise State met, it was a lower-scoring game. Granted, it was snowing, but um, final score <laughs> of 19-16 to 16 back in the 2018 uh, Mount West Championship game, which was an awesome game. Mm-hmm. All-time series. If people want to know this is 15 and seven to Boise, which that's, I hate to hear that. That's terrible. Uh, The Broncos are five and five at Bulldog stadium. Oh, I don't, I I don't like that. Um, But here's the other thing against ranked opponents all time. Boise is 16 and 21. Okay. I mean, one of them uh, is BYU early that earlier this year. Um, the, but and the last thing we talked about uh, how Boise's very good away from home. I should have mentioned this earlier. Uh, Boise State has won thirteen consecutive conference road games. Whoa! Yeah, the, the last. But the last team they lost to was us in seventeen. Nice. So yeah, so they they haven't lost a conference road game since two thousand seventeen. Wow. So take if you're a betting man or woman, there you go. <laughs> Everything you need to know. <laughs> All right, Caleb, what's the time? What's the weather going to be? Am I going to need to wear a raincoat, jacket, a poncho? You know, this should be another beautiful 
Saturday afternoon day for a football game in Fresno, California. We had a 4 p.m. kickoff. Uh, I think the high for uh, Saturday is 70 degrees, partly cloudy. So, uh, yeah, probably bring bring a jacket, but it should be a beautiful day to be out in Bulldog Stadium. Uh, hopefully you can tailgate and have a good time. And if you're not able to make it to the stadium, got some options like usual, TV. Uh, it's going to be on CBS Sports Network. And on radio, uh, Bulldog Sports Network with uh, Paul, Pat, and Cam. So you can listen on that over the air, 14, excuse me, 1340. I'm still adjusting to that. <laughs> <laughs> and also on uh, iHeart uh, Radio. That's where I'll be listening. I get I get Paul, Pat, and Cam every weekend. They're the best. I love those guys. And a, and a hot dog race. for. I didn't know that the hot dog race was so popular. Like I, I, everybody talks about this hot dog race going on. I'm still (laughs) waiting for it to be actual people dressed up as hot dogs. So we're waiting on that one. (laughs) That's that, that is a good idea that the federal state marketing team should, should put into play. Cause yeah, (laughs) surprisingly, you know, the, the hot dog race is kind of, uh, you know, increased in popularity ever since coach Hill has started uh, kind of commentating <laughs> while they're doing it on the screen. But yeah, that, that would be electric if, if they had a, a in a real person hot dog race. <laughs> so I'm going to change the subject here a little bit. I went to fact check uh, when we were talking about Utah state, they are in the lead in the mountain division. They're four and one conference, six and two overall Boise is two and two overall in the mountain division. Uh, so Boise needs this win more than anybody right now. Well, maybe not UNLV, but <laughs> uh, we lead the West Division, four and one conference. San Diego State and Nevada are right behind us. Uh, we haven't really talked about this gauntlet that we've been going through, but we started with Nevada, then San Diego State, and now the last one that we consider to be the gauntlet is Boise. Here we are, two and zero out of the three. I I'm feeling really good. I I was I was a little little worried going into this gauntlet, but now, shoot, man, one more, one and zero, baby. Yeah, I think Fresno State's done a great job of just going one week at a time, not looking forward to the next opponent, and I think that. Um, you know, hopefully Fresno State's not looking ahead to, you know, okay, we get past these guys and then we kind of cruise to through the rest of the season because the final two games against Wyoming and San Jose State, New probably Mexico. not going to be, you're right, New Mexico and San Jose State, um, you know, not going to be as difficult as opponents as, you know, the last handful that Fresno State's played. So hopefully, hope not. <laughs> yeah, ho- hopefully, you know, Dogs are focused. I'm sure they will be. I mean, you know, this is a rivalry playing for the uh, milk can trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just another just funny college football rivalry trophy, <laughs> which is great. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that the, the team's going to be fired up and uh, yeah, it should be very competitive. And uh, interestingly, there's a lot of, a lot of people involved in the Fresno state coaching staff that uh, have ties to Boise state. Yes. So, yeah, I believe it's uh, there's four uh, four guys on the Fresno State coaching staff that um, either played or have coached at uh, Boise State. So, yeah, Lee Marks, our running back and running game coordinator, um, coached at Boise State for 
see six years and was also running back there <laughs> for <laughs> for four years uh, coach julius brown the huskies coach was uh he was a coach there at boise for let's see seven years our wide receivers coach kirby moore played wide receiver <laughs> for boise and our offensive graduate assistant taylor pope was a wide receiver for boise state so yeah plenty of uh, familiarity <laughs> Also, Tyson Maeva played there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think whoever wants this game more is, you know, it's going to be that factor. Like the San Diego State, Fresno State, I felt that we wanted it more uh, against Nevada. We wanted it more. Uh, and I think it's going to come down to the same thing. Whoever shows up and wants this more and plays hard. I This sounds just uh, completely obvious. But honestly, that's when a team doesn't show up and they don't want it as much as the other team they lose so. yeah, big time. Well, Caleb, you got anything else about this Boise game that we missed on? I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered it. Should be a great game. Hopefully, you know, there are still a few tickets available. It seems like at the ticket office. So if you are local, definitely buy a ticket, get into the stadium and join the red wave, just going crazy. Um, should be a great game. You know, there's been some lopsided games in this uh, this rivalry. There's been a, a lot of close games too. So hopefully this is uh, you know a lopsided victory in Fresno State's uh, favor. But more more than likely, it's probably gonna be a close game and should be a great one to watch. Let's get out there and support the number twenty three team in the nation. Thank you guys for tuning in to Beware of Bulldogs podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you in Bulldog Stadium this Saturday. God bless and go dogs. Go dogs.